Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Thoughts of a Runaway. I'm your host Vidhan Bansal, and today we'll be talking about mental health. Today we have with us our first guest, Ms. Shubhangi Agrawal, guys, and. Uh, she is a clinical psychologist if i am correct uh, shubhangi yes. Yes. yes and that's uh, yes and uh, she is an amazing person and uh, i've been taking therapy with her for quite a long time and i think this podcast is just another free therapy session for me uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, shubhangi welcome to thoughts of a runaway Thank and, you so much, Vedant. I'm really glad to be here. And thank you for actually accepting the invite. Um, you're the first guest of this uh, show, and I, this is going to be the first episode with a guest. And mm-hmm. uh, I think I've always wanted to, you know, uh, have you know someone so intellect mm-hmm. like you know on this psychology terms. on my podcast that right. you know so we can talk about mental health and all because mm-hmm. it's it's so important in these times mm-hmm. like that's true like like i know because i am taking therapy for it like right and uh, i am too so i think that that it is the need of the hour yeah so right. uh let's let's start with you know the very basics uh let's let's start with a proper introduction by you for you <laughs> Okay. If, if you don't know. <laughs> right. No, no, I don't. I'm really excited with them. Thank you so much for having me as a first guest. And uh, I am like you said a clinical psychologist and I've done my MPhil in clinical psychology. I am uh, recognized by Rehabilitation Council of India and I'm queer affirmative counseling practitioner. Recently mm-hmm. I have also had a post graduate in attachment theory. So, yeah, that's me. Wow, that's that sounds all legit like proper <laughs> i'm glad it does <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like the only thing missing from this episode is like welcome to the show and this show is sponsored by authentic psychiatrist <laughs> <laughs> oh really uh, okay so is that a hint <laughs> no no <laughs> no right. maybe next time but uh, <laughs> yeah so uh, mental health uh, shubhangi mm-hmm. um well you know from our past all those past therapy sessions and all if uh, you know i'll i'll try to bring few things that i don't feel you know uncomfortable mm-hmm. about sharing um Thanks. you know i've shared this very weird theory with you about um mm-hmm. this generation gap of you know not just one but two generations i, I yeah. even talked about it in my previous episode mm-hmm. actually Yes. Uh, yes. I think that. Um, so, uh, like, uh, do share, share. You know, some of mm-hmm. your thoughts on those lines. Like, what do you think? Like, how much of the generation gap has grown, and mm-hmm. how much of that is, you know, making a big mm-hmm. impact on our mental health these days? Right. Makes a lot of sense. So, Vedant, I think that that is not actually a weird theory. That is a very legit theory. because um we can actually see that happening with you know processes like globalization the internet um so much access to content on ott platforms we are now living in an age which is 
not just the culture that you know we used to see in our neighborhood growing up um mm-hmm. so we are like an eclectic mix of confused beings not understanding you know uh, <laughs> who we really are and trying to you know just follow a path which makes us happy and which seems relatable to us um mm-hmm. but of course like you know the generation uh, of our parents and their parents was quite different you know it, it was like a small community um which as an indian cultures we say collectivistic cultures uh, mm-hmm. really really you know community culture play plays the most important centric part um so it it becomes quite confusing um and there are as a result a lot of arguments a lot of shame a lot of uh, anger associated with uh you know who i want to be versus who uh, my parents or grandparents want me to be right sometimes yeah. even older siblings so that mm-hmm. can lead to again identity crisis difficult families dysfunctional families not being able to actually understand my identity myself and leading yeah. to various mental health issues in terms yeah right. definitely but like like and i think you know like somewhere i read uh, you mm-hmm. know like the human brain is capable of you know having close connections to up to 150 people mm-hmm. like like that's mm-hmm. the maximum limit of a human brain you know connect okay. with people like any uh-huh. group bigger than that it it gets really confusing for you know uh, an individual mm-hmm. i don't know how much of it is true uh, mm-hmm. but uh, and and you know when we see it in today's time you know when when there's like people having 500 700 followers on instagram thousands of followers and like with every post and every story you're trying you know you you're always concerned about uh, you know kitne log dekhenge Yeah, uh, yeah, you know yeah. your approvals and you know likes mm. of people, dislikes of people. It matters mm. so much, uh, mm-hmm. and yeah. there's so much of fake knowledge are uh, going around on Instagram mm-hmm. and social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, like how would you say like one should you know tackle, you know, mm. like not tackle but you know understand where mm. this information right. that's coming from is it. is it genuine or not and if if it Makes is sense. that how much of it is you know of use to me because not every information that yeah. you read around is useful to you so yeah like what sense. what are your thoughts on it i think that it's very essential to be mindful and aware of how social media is impacting you right so mm-hmm. for example mr x can spend 2 hours on social media and not really be bothered by it right but yeah. if um mr y spends that much amount of time they may be really really bothered and you know uh, they may start comparing a lot they may start you know uh try deleting the pictures that they or they anyway published or you know just feeling really bad about themselves that mm-hmm. is the call which you know that is the thing which tells us that okay this is getting too much for us okay. that is when we need to remind ourselves that this is an illusion everyone mm-hmm. and everything on social media is a staged performance Right? Yeah. It's not like because I am clicking a picture, and I can edit it, I can you know crop it, I can do what not to it, right? If I'm writing <laughs> something, I can edit it twice. Yeah. Use Google actually to actually put stats and you know make it quite um, intellectual, yeah. as they say. Right? So it is I... literally a stage performance, and we are comparing that with our backstage. You know, we are just oh, lying on yes. the bed, scrolling away, and we are. This is a, a beautiful thing that I read. Beautiful comparison that I actually came across in a TED talk. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. remember by who, but it was something to do with social media only. So I think that mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense because you know 
um we all have different journeys we are in different parts of our lives the only thing that social media currently is doing quite a lot is everyone's path is quite visible and people only show the highs of course yes that's and you know we compare those parts with different different parts of our journey different different paths and points in our journey which is yeah, actually a very unfair comparison yeah and i think usually we use social media around the time you you know when you are very relaxed or in a low mood mm. and yeah. and at that time you're looking at people you know living all happy and glamorous life and what not yeah and i yeah. think it it just goes deeper like in your head like yeah yeah i'm just sitting here doing nothing and this guy is roaming around and doing what not exactly think, yeah, 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 but you did like, not know that for 3 months you know this me this person was not on social media because they were studying so much for an exam and you know just after yeah. the exams were done and they had to go somewhere they downloaded instagram for seriously yeah, yeah definitely so that is what we don't know and uh, i know of people personally who actually you know download instagram just because their friends are posting about an achievement you know oh, that they wow. have achieved <laughs> and they the friends are you know pressurizing them to repost <laughs> but now when you see this person joining instagram you don't really see oh my god wow yeah i mean where is this person what am i doing my and yeah. i think it's not just instagram a lot of it is linkedin also you know LinkedIn, i think that like, we don't un- yes wow we don't understand i never that saw way. linkedin that way actually i have never used it oh. as much but yeah please share some 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 thoughts on linkedin because well. linkedin is only professional right i mean it's yeah. only professional achievements and how much this person is growing uh, and you know their intellectual thoughts on uh, statuses and everything so it oh. is as difficult to deal and cope with as instagram wow. right uh, because it's all about achievement and glorification of that Yeah, LinkedIn lab, like, and I think LinkedIn must be even difficult because it's all professional achievements, not yes. just you know, yeah. and with and the, all. Exactly, and with the kind of obsession that the society has with productivity, oh, uh, yes. I think that it just makes it even you know even more difficult. Hmm. No, definitely, yeah. and and like, uh, you know, personally, I, like I've always been confused about me. am i have i been in depression ever or not and even if i am in depression or not that but that's a very different question that's something mm-hmm. for therapy uh right. but uh, uh i think depression as in india and even in mm-hmm. abroad even you know during mm-hmm. my time in uk uh mm-hmm. i i've seen that people usually don't understand depression as such uh yeah. people usually think uh depression is that someone just wanting to you know just like like a sad person you know who is walking mm. and there is a cloud of rain over his head mm. only only that mm. person is in depression and i i think it's mm-hmm. it's a very wrong image mm-hmm. uh i i don't know if it it comes from movies or where but uh what what do you think like if if a person is feeling depressed And yeah. and nowadays, nowadays you know it's 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 got into your vocabulary like it's it's got it's become yeah. a lingo like yeah, yeah I'm feeling depressed yeah like so mm. like mm. like is it like how do you know like when you're not when you're sad and not depressed mm-hmm. and like when you're depressed and not sad yeah all right that's a that's a good question Avadan so usually what happens is that depression is a clinical term 
right yeah uh, it is like using uh, fever and covid virus interchangeably <laughs> sadness okay. and uh, depression right mm-hmm. because fever is a part of uh, the covid virus but it is not the covid virus similarly yes. sadness is a part of depression but it is not depression right depression mm-hmm. is something which is clinically diagnosed and you have certain set of symptoms that may that must be prevalent for at least 2 weeks okay right so they it is a stable state of mind for at least 2 weeks right mm-hmm. another very important thing about depression is that usually people think that the only mood that is possible in depression is sadness mm-hmm. right um yes low mood is something which is one of the criteria but sometimes low mood uh, is not accepted in the society especially for a particular gender yeah. right which is usually mm-hmm. male right yeah so for them it may come out as anger or irritability and not sadness oh that right? makes a lot of sense yes yeah because sadness is not socially sanctioned right? um so that is why it is important to understand that depression can uh, you know the symptoms of depression and actually in the manuals that we read it is not just uh, low mood it is also irritable it is also you know anger that is mm-hmm. a part of the phenomenology of what we see presentation of depression right but along mm-hmm. with that there are various other symptoms like fatigue like uh, you know not loss of interest in pleasurable activities decreasing mm-hmm. attention concentration not feeling like going to work not doing anything at all not being up to do mm-hmm. daily activities also negative thoughts about self future mm-hmm. uh, and the, and other people uh, feeling helpless worthless hopeless um yes. loss of libido yeah um Sound? and yeah yeah sounds so like a normal are- sunday to me <laughs> sounds like a normal sunday to me but uh, okay. no, okay. honest, it honestly, may happen on on a particular <laughs> on a particular but sunday if if it is happening for more than 2 weeks then please consult someone right and yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. so all right let's say someone you know tries and you know understands and observes oneself uh, you know and realizes that okay it's been 2 weeks or more that you know i feel this kind in particular and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, i i think i should go and get some help but the, like from my experience i i i was really you know uh, not sure of you know starting therapy like even before mm-hmm. taking uh, therapy with you i uh, i was with uh, another mm-hmm. physiologist no psychologist mm-hmm. no what's it yes psychologist yes psychologist yes sorry yeah uh, so, so yeah uh, but you know because it it feels really first of all like you you yourself don't know what mm-hmm. you're going for like what mm-hmm. what you go and say to that person that team mm-hmm. uh, listen okay i'm feeling this way so what should i do so like right. one one thing that i want to know like that i think might help others is uh mm-hmm. how should one look at therapy like mm-hmm. uh, how why why is the person going like it's not like you guys you you go you take a pill and it yeah. it gets yeah. all good like it it's a long yeah. process you you exactly. keep going yeah. yeah and so like what like before taking therapy what should a person you know expect out of therapy and mm. and 
even after taking therapy it, it's not like you go to one psychologist and then mm-hmm. it's it's done like you mm-hmm. might have to try a few mm-hmm. psychologists so you know yeah. how should one know that okay this is the person for me makes a lot of sense i think that an individual who has taken therapy would also be able to explain this to you uh, which mm-hmm. which is yourself so maybe you can <laughs> actually explain this uh, how you knew but um what i can say is that one you asked me two questions one is how what to expect yeah. before going yeah. to therapy right so yeah. before going to therapy i think it's important not to understand that okay this is my problem sometimes we just don't know sometimes we just want to kind of you know yeah. see go explore and that's absolutely fine you can mm-hmm. go and sit and say that i don't know why i am here so you know do you mind asking questions from me um mm-hmm. so that you know we can figure it out uh, during the session and that's absolutely mm-hmm. okay right mm-hmm. so um once you are in the session it's also the therapist's responsibility to actually make it comfortable <laughs> yeah. and to untangle a lot of things that may be tangled in your head yeah right um and yes like you said that expecting one session is going to you know make everything better for me uh that is tricky that is that is not going to happen um so therapy is uh can be a long process and it can actually depend on a lot of things like the situation you are in uh like mm. you know your temperament your personality the therapist personality the therapist style of uh, uh approach to therapy what we call like mm. there are a lot of factors playing here and if you think that you know one particular approach works better for me then probably researching about that approach and if you're not able to understand there are too many approaches just talking to the therapist about their approach and understanding if that works for me or not before actually going into the session Okay, right yeah so yeah so i think that that is what you can expect from therapy right and when we talk about um however there are also some manualized treatment for example if there's a particular eating disorder this is just an example uh there are actually evidence based treatments which we apply for individuals which are like literally session based mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we know what to do first session second session and by 18 sessions you're done oh, right oh, okay so yeah so they manualized treatment for specific a uh, very specific clinical disorders like that i guess right mm-hmm. but that requires a little bit of understanding and that understanding you can gain from so many sources uh, these days but i would really uh, ask everyone to actually trust an expert more than the source that is on there on google right oh, yeah, or definitely the, yeah yeah like once i google that, for symptoms of yeah. cancer and i had all of them yeah. so i was like yeah. <laughs> yeah you 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 google um side effects of paracetamol and it will give you so many yeah. right so you is, were saying sorry that, yeah yeah no, that's okay so yeah you um i think that if a therapist is actually suggesting some sources or a professional is actually suggesting some resources that those would be more credible but mm-hmm. i think the second question is that how do you do i know that you know this is a therapist I think you just yeah. you just know you're comfortable. Uh, you see that there is some progress in. By progress, I mean what it it can mean very subjective things, right? For example, mm-hmm. I'm understanding myself better, or I'm feeling myself. Okay. I, I'm feeling that you know I'm able to um, control, manage everything that's happening in my life better. I'm able to make sense of it more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, some there are some hopings. There are some. uh techniques that have really worked for me in the past which you know my therapist has given me i really find uh, a safe space in the session and i can actually talk be myself and not feel judged 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most important things because mm-hmm. if if you don't feel unjudged then mm-hmm. it's, it's very difficult to open up. Yeah. Definitely, that's, that's, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So um, you know, there's so many layers that we have that we have to uncover, and as a client, we feel very mm-hmm. vulnerable, you know, in therapy, because mm-hmm. we this is a culture of shame, right? I mean, even in I don't think many people in India are able to communicate that freely with a lot of people around, because mm-hmm. you know, family is considered sacred, and the secrets are supposed to be in the family. And of course, <laughs> we cannot, uh, you know, talk to the family members talk about it, family. or yeah, outside the family members about it, right? So oh, yeah, it's always in your head. <laughs> yes, yes, makes sense. So therapy becomes a safe space for you then. Yeah, and and like uh, one more thing, like uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not just about but mental health and all, uh, mm-hmm. but. other than that like like a normal happy person like all good healthy like the fittest person on the planet like mm-hmm. like can that person go to therapy and like uh and if that person is going to therapy I, and first of all i don't know why that person is going to therapy but mm-hmm. let's say that person is going to therapy so what can we learn like like what is the need of therapy in a normal person's life how can mm-hmm. therapy help one person in you know a day to day life mhm okay makes sense okay who do you think will be the most mentally healthy person with us i am if we look at the cliche That's, things <laughs> the question you asked to the wrong person but what is generally i think subhash chandra bose okay i don't okay. know like i don't know like who is the this person according let you tell me okay i think that the most uh, people who usually think are the most mentally healthy people are supposed to be psychologists mental health professionals right <laughs> because oh, <yeah. laughs> you know, how can you just not be mentally healthy right oh yes uh, but we have to go to therapy too i think the best mental health professional would be the professional who actually seeks their own therapy okay because yeah. <clears throat> nobody is perfect it cannot be a perfect life it cannot be a life without woes it cannot be a life without you know struggles without many many emotions without so many secrets so many processes to uncover mm-hmm. right so when yeah. you say that the happiest person is going to therapy uh, it can be about self exploration it can be about understanding why i function the way that i function it can be understanding mm-hmm. about the relationships around me or what actually helps me what actually helps me be the way that i am all right, right yeah um yeah. so it is it is actually self exploratory quite a bit mhm i i have a question i have a question mm-hmm. like like is it usually after my sessions that you need to go for therapy or <laughs> some other patient <laughs> no, or that that's that's not that's not true it's not after yeah, any particular okay. client or it's not because of the client but it's because right. of just you know understanding myself like i said and also understanding the view of a client i mean if i never know how it feels to be on the other side of the chair how can i do service you know it's yeah, like that how can i completely be empathetic how can i give you that space that yeah. there needs to how can i say that i that's take that you know you go to therapy it's destigmatize i think more than asking other people to go to therapy you need to go and see it for <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> right. that's really yeah. true um um 
any last thoughts of wisdom that you would like to share because i know like uh, time is mm-hmm. of essence and you yeah. must have some <laughs> other great. sessions so right. um, any parting knowledge that you would like to share uh i don't know how about wisdom but i think that it's important to understand that uh currently we are also in a situation which is highly impacted by the last two years that we all have seen you know staying with our family members without our family members staying in a place for almost two years now mm-hmm. uh life was very different and life um, was difficult especially a year ago the kind of second wave that we saw um now everything is seemingly coming back to what we call normal right normal, but yeah. that normal had not been the normal for two years so i don't know if it's the old new normal or the new or the new new normal but yeah but i think that it's important to be compassionate towards ourselves looking at the last two years and understanding that any kind of abnormal reaction and abnormal situation is actually a normal reaction right so whatever yeah. happened in those two years stays with us forever but if we don't don't judge ourselves and think of you know these two years as something which was and maybe we don't know what's going to happen next but currently if we if we can say that you know it was an anomaly and not my reality not me mm-hmm. then maybe it will give us the strength to take this forward you know wow. <clears throat> so just be being more compassionate towards us because we we quite a lot of times forget to take that into account at all mm-hmm. wow that's actually very nice to say <laughs> and uh, everyone after this listening to this episode who goes and goes in for a therapy session uh-huh. uh for every therapy session you join i'll get a free therapy session guys so go go, go and join. really i don't remember that kind of uh, uh, promises me <laughs> yeah, yeah it was a trap now really uh, but, <laughs> no no but uh yeah. guys uh no uh this podcast itself as i've said before in my previous episode mm-hmm. that uh it is kind of a self therapy for me uh, because mm-hmm. one hour of therapy is not enough <laughs> and, sure, yeah yeah and uh, i think even if you are going through something or not uh, mm-hmm. talking to someone who will not judge you will definitely help and go and get therapy guys that's it i was like <laughs> Right. that's really i think that this is really informative vidant and i'm really glad that you could do something like this which actually helps you uh yeah. you know almost like the tharsis right so um keep this up and yeah. hope this really really helps you and other people listening to your podcast thank you shubhangi for joining us um no problem. thank you for you know uh answering all the stupid and some good questions that you said as you said are about good yeah. questions So right. I think all <laughs> questions are good questions yeah wow and yeah. that's that's very nice of you to say and uh, <laughs> yeah. thank you for joining us and mm-hmm. uh, have a good week i'll see you, you in the too. next therapy session <laughs> sure sure i'll see you <laughs> take care vidant take care bye bye thank you okay, bye All right, guys. So that was Miss Shubhangi Agarwal. 
from authentic psychologist um do go and check out her website and one more thing i would like to say before i take leave is that mental health issues are as real as global warming and i think this is something we need to you know learn more about before you know making or coming to any final judgments or decisions and i think we need to spread the word around it and i hope you guys have a great time until the next episode comes i am vidan bansal and you guys were listening to thoughts of a runaway